Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Texas Underground. I am your host, Jay Vaz. And as always, make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at the Jay Vaz Show. As always, this show is brought to you by La Conecta. Make sure you check them out at shoplaconecta.com. You can see my guest. We'll, we'll, you know you know who she is now, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll tell you more about her here in a second. They have the, uh, the custom license plates, Como Chingas, the uh, Screwston. They got the Mamalona books. They got the hats, the lanyards. They got the uh, air fresheners, all the good stuff. Make sure you check them out at shoplaconecta.com. This show is also brought to you by GT Digital Distribution. If you're an independent artist looking to take your music to the next level, make sure you check them out and give them a holler at www.gtdigitaldistribution.com. Joining us today, I'm excited about this one. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Tejano music, so as it, when I heard your music, I immediately, you know, I was like, I, I mean, I hit you up like, what, a couple months ago, I was like, yeah. Probably about a year ago, maybe. It was a the long. beginning of the year. And, yeah. And, and I didn't know you weren't in Houston, but we'll talk about more about that here in a yes. second. Joining me today, man, Tejano singer, 2023 Premios Tejano uh, Mundial New Artist of the Year. Yes. From uh, uh, Tampa, Florida. We'll talk yep. about your nationality in a second. Yep. But from Tampa, Florida, joining us today, Gabriela, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm really excited to have you here. I'm not just saying that. Uh, I am a huge fan of Tejano. I grew up in McAllen. Uh, also, I, I live there. Okay. So, so you know, Tejano music is huge yes. in, the border, in the border uh, towns. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Tamaulipas, raised in McAllen in Mission. So growing up, it was Tejano music and nothing else. Right. Um, so when I heard your music, it made me feel, it brought back memories of being a kid in the bus, listening to Tejano music. Yeah. And, and those vibes were just very like, I feel like you can break the Hano music back because even oh, though the Hano music is around, it's a forgotten genre. Like we have the Hano, the Hano day here in Houston, and they bring Norteño groups, and it's yeah. like, and it's like it's, it's not the Hano. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I'm excited to have you here, so we can talk more about you and talk and, and get to know you know who yes. is and whatnot. Um, so interesting enough, you're you're not from Texas. Nope. You're from Tampa, Florida. Yes. Tampa, Florida. Uh, and you are, according to my notes, you're Colombian, Puerto Rican, Korean. Mm-hmm. What am I missing here? What am <laughs> That's I missing? it. No, you got it. You got it. My dad is half and half. He's Puerto Rican and Korean. My mom is fully Colombian. Colombian. Yes. Um, This is very interesting to me because growing up in Texas, you're Mexican and you're Mexican. All right. And yeah. I, growing up with kids, you never really asked them, like, what are you? You just assume everybody's Mexican. No, for real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my best friend, I found out he was Salvadorian, like, when we were, like, 16, 17, fucking 10 years later. Damn. Yeah, I know. And it's like, we never cared to ask, what are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So what was it like growing up in a household that was so diverse in cultures? And, and like, what was it like oh, yeah. as a kid? And what was it like, the music background like? It was so dope. That's all. The food was like, I'm sorry, but food is so important to me. <laughs> like, if the food's good, like, that's... No, but my grandma, fully Korean. My dad was born in Korea. So she would make um, japchae, bulgogi, galbi beef. Um, I eat bean sprouts so much because of her. Because Koreans, like, when you have a dish, like, say you have bulgogi beef, comes with rice, always. Rice comes with everything. Doesn't matter what time of day it is, you're going to eat rice. And then you would have, like, side dishes, like fish cakes, um, your bean sprouts, you have your spinach, like shit like that. Like they eat very, they eat pretty clean, you know? Yeah. Um, compared to Americans. Yeah. <laughs> At yes. least shit. Um, but uh, no, like they have like a whole little setup. They're very, you know, traditional. And so I had my grandma, you know, cooking for me 
all the time for the family. So I grew up, my favorite is Jepche, which are like, uh, they're potato okay. noodles. Okay. But they're so good. Like she put beef in it, carrots, you know, spinach. Like they were so good. That's the it's one like dish. Kind of, right? kind of kind yeah. Of, but but like own, yeah. Asian. Okay. That's the only dish I can make. I'm going to be real. <laughs> I'm going to be so honest right now. I'm not a cook, yeah. but that... That's it. Because she made me make them. Like, growing up, like, I had to make japchae. I make the Korean rolls. It's kind of like sushi. Um, so good. But, like, those are, like, that's it. That's my peak. And then, of course, my mom. My, peak. <laughs> my mom being Colombian. Pandea paisa. Pande bono. Buñuelos. Like, that's. What's that? Uh, y'all, got, y'all got something that's really good. I used to work at a call center. And, and my Colombian friends used to bring it for, like, a potluck. Uh, is it bread? It's, it's kind of like gorditas, but not 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 really even like gorditas. It's kind of like empanadas, but y'all call it something else. Um, we have empanadas. Yeah, but it has a name. I hope it's Colombians. If not, I'm going to look really bad. What? <laughs> uh, arepas. Oh, arepas. arepas yes, right? arepas. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind that's, kind that's of, stuff. they're like the white circular patties. It's just yeah. corn. It's corn patties, but they put cheese in it. I like the ones with cheese. You put cheese in it. You put a, a chorizo with it. That's like a meal. And then I always drink manzana with it, which is it's postavan. It's a Colombian soda, but it's manzana flavored. So yeah. we just call it manzana, and they know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, see, so yeah. see manzana. I was assuming like apple that, soda. That is the, apple soda. right there. That combo right there, man. Like I would, my mom. Ooh, she, I would wake up and she would have pan de bono monielo and a chorizo for me with scrambled eggs. Done, done deal. That made my day. Like that when I had that for breakfast, I was like, I'm gonna take over the world right now. Like, I'm the president. No one's, <laughs> no one's stopping me. So, yeah, and then, of course, Puerto Rican, you know, arroz con gondoles, my favorite. I'm, I'm, I have no familiarity with really? Puerto Rican dishes. Man, you're about, I'm about to bring a whole ass dish to GT Digital. Bring it to us. I'm, I'm bring like, it to us. here you go. <laughs> no, but that, that was the cool part about growing up was the food was so important in our household. You know, there were five kids and my parents. Oh, he took in my uh, two cousins. So um, there was five of us. And so yeah. my mom was like, we got to make food for an army damn near because three were boys. And once they all hit their little puberty <laughs> stage, they they ate through everything. They were also close in age. Like it was my cousin Camilo, he's a year, a year older than my brother. And then Chris is only a year younger yeah. than my brother. So it's like back to back to back. They just ate everything. So it was cool though because... I went to Colombian festivals, too. I went to Puerto Rican festivals. I really got into my Latin heritage. I grew up on cumbias. I grew up on salsa, merengue, bachata, like all of that. I danced it for freaking forever. I was literally in a group called the Planet Girls where we did like planet dancing with the yeah. skirts, but it's Puerto Rican. So it was dope. I loved it. So, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah, because whenever when I first got introduced to, to your, um, what was the first music video I saw? I was it? Was yeah, I more, right? With the skirts. With the skirts, yeah. yeah. And I would have never thought you were anything besides, oh, she's got to be Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, you might as well. <laughs> but again, because that's my lack, that's my ignorance on the lack of culture, right? Like, I don't right. I don't know any better besides, I've grew up in Texas. Um, and Nothing wrong with that. You just assume everybody is Mexican. But that's <laughs> just how, look, I, you know, you're not the only person that's been like that. Yeah. So, and I haven't even been, you know, I have to learn things like, the Mexican culture in Florida is a lot different than what's in Texas. Like Texas, you know, I they go hard in Texas. Doesn't even matter what it's for, though. It could be for like their driving. It could be for the food. It could be for anything. Just Texas is yeah. like so much. 
it's just hardcore. And people take a lot of pride into, you know, their nationalities, yeah. into what they do, their jobs. And that's great. Like, that's I feel like that's how everybody should be. They should be, you know, happy. And they should be proud of who they are and what they do. Like, no matter what it is. You can be, I don't care if you work at Whataburger. You better love that Whataburger. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta you gotta have pride. and Stand behind it. Be proud of it. Stand behind it. Yeah. It. yeah. Uh, you know, flip that burger. It's, that's very... <laughs> <laughs> do what you gotta do like for real that, that is Texas Texas is very I love very it. proud of, of being Texan you know what I mean um, being Texan yeah and, and, and like for myself I'm very proud of it and I've, I've been here since I was four I'm 35 it's my whole life you know what yeah. I mean? so I feel like I'm I'm Texan and I'm proud of it and everything that has to do with Texas that's why you know earlier your boyfriend asked about the screw head back there and I was like oh let me give him a lesson about here you're like dude <laughs> whole ass historian <laughs> we need it uh, though like that's what I mean like we I'm not from here. Yeah. So like everything I do is like fresh. It's new. It's, it's new. different. It's like, have you ever had, what was it? A gordita. We were talking about gorditas. I never had one until I was in San Antonio. I had no idea what it was. I just yeah. saw like, they were like, you want one? And I was like, sure. Like, Why I think not? <laughs> it looks good. So it's try true. it. What does it kill you makes you stronger, I guess. <laughs> but it's stuff like that. Like if you're not afraid to learn about it and to try things and to actually immerse yourself into the culture. Yeah. Cause Texas, obviously, you know, there's a big Mexican population, but there's also a lot of other people. Like there's a huge Indian culture as well. Yeah. Um, Korean, Asian it's here in the Southwest, a lot of Asians, a yeah. lot. And it's like, that's dope. As long as you're willing to like get in there and immerse yourself and learn about it. That's yeah. good for See, you. I grew up outside of Houston. Um, about forty five minutes from here, and it was it was I just told you it was minorities. It was it was black or Hispanic, and then I remember we moved to Michigan, and I got introduced to like Asians, and the school had Asians. They had more white people. Yeah, they had everything, and I was like, bro, I'm, I was I'm a kid, and I was like, I didn't realize how many people were in this damn planet. Yeah, like, like you're like, like hold up, <laughs> it was just us. Yeah, no, but that's that's the cool thing is like once you start to travel, you start seeing. Yeah. The world more. That's why I love traveling. Like, I like going out of the country. I like seeing everything because it starts It starts to help with your ignorance. You know, yes. you don't know things. You have to learn. You're, you're, if you don't go out there and see it for yourself, like, it's hard you're never to learn. Be, yeah. You can read about it and whatever, but it's put yourself. Yeah. Yes. Put yourself out there and don't be afraid to see what's out there. Yeah. You know? so. I just got back. Uh, I don't know if you saw me earlier <laughs> fixing my shirt. I'm really sunburnt. And anytime oh, the shirt, like, it rubs, it just feels horrible. Horrible. I was in Mexico. Speaking of Mexico, yes. I was assuming you were Mexican. You're not. <laughs> we just discussed that. But I was watching uh, your interview on, on the Latin Factor podcast. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned you had never had pozole or menudo. Nope. And I know you were in San Antonio, so I just have to ask, have you had it yet? No, I have not. I'm so sorry, guys. Please. It's okay. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like a failed, uh, a failed Texan right now. No, this is but where my career takes a turn. No, for real. Like people have, they've offered it uh, too. Like, do you want? Da, da, da. And that's the thing. That's another thing that I love. Like, everybody will offer you whatever they got cooking. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter if they got just plain ass corn. Like, you want corn? I do yes, want arroz. Corn. Yes, <laughs> arroz, <laughs> frijoles. Yes, like I love that. It's very like. It's all like giving, you know, yeah. like everybody wants to share a piece of what they got. And that that's you don't see that. I was about to say, everywhere. it's not like that over there. Like, because I've, I've, heard, I've heard from people that Texas is more friendly as when it comes to just being to like people from outside of Texas. I think Miami 
specifically is very, very, very friendly. There's a big uh, Cuban population as well, and they'll they'll like same same vibe here. Tampa as well. Like you hit like uh, there's a little Colombia, a little. It's literally called Little, little Colombia. Colombia. And it's um, just a bunch of Colombians and they're the same way. It just depends on where you are. You know, I think that's how it is anywhere. But it's very, the people in Texas, um, they're just very, it's just, it's a different vibe. Like yeah. it's more homey, especially in San Antonio. It was very homey. Like everybody was your tia type deal. Yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? So it was cool. I feel like here, the, the, the way we look, because again, going back to what you said, we're very proud of being Texan. Yeah. And when somebody tells us they're not from Texas, we want to show you all about Texas. No, for real. Like, I, no, but I love that. I'm like, please, like, take me, you know, like, where are we going? Yeah. Because nobody, you know, it's like when you don't, you don't want to be blind, blindsided by anything either, you know, because you got to be careful at the yeah. same time, no matter where yeah. you are. And there's people that would look out for me and they'd be like, hey, this is a cool spot during the day. But after <laughs> after 10 p.m., take your ass home because this is not, yeah. you know, and it's like, you, how how was I going to know that? You know, yeah. you don't know the areas like, you know, back home. It's everything's due. So I, I appreciated that. I appreciated the hospitality as well from a lot of, you know, not just, I don't want to say the people I met at work or through whatever, but the artists as well, like that I met yeah. in San Antonio, the mentors that I have from San Antonio and all around Texas, like they really look out for me and I appreciate that, you know, cause I don't have um, anyone. It's, it's funny you say that as far as like telling you where the safe spots are. Um, this just happened to me this weekend. I, this guy was asking me, he picked me up from the airport and he's asking me, you know, are you from here? And I was like, yeah, I'm from Tamaulipas. And he's like, oh, okay, you were born there. I was like, yeah, I was born in Tamaulipas. I started telling him about the streets because, I mean, I literally went, I didn't go to school in Tamaulipas, but I know my way around there. Uh-huh. And then when he drops me off, he's like, hey, what you did, that's really good. I know you're not from Tamaulipas. He's like, but that's good. You don't want to tell people you're, a, you know, foreigner or whatever. And I was like, I'm American, yeah. <laughs> especially in another country, man. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm the American. They're like, oh. I know nothing about Cancun right now. Yeah, so this is crazy. Please yeah. rob me. <laughs> <laughs> it's no for real. Like in Colombia too. Like if you are like blatantly, you know, yeah. I am an American. Hello there, you know. But nobody really, from what I've heard, like my sister, you know, she looks very Asian. She looks like my dad. So she did not, she stuck, <laughs> she, I mean, hey, my dad's yeah. Korean. Like, so she stuck out like a sore thumb in mm. Colombia, but she at least kept her head up and she made it seem like she knew what she was doing. So that was really smart yeah. of you and her, because especially as a woman, you gotta yeah, got to got to mace, people, man. You, you got, said people will take the mace. Yeah, for real, you gotta be ready. You never know. You never people know. People will take advantage of you, right? Um, so okay, so you say you grew up with um a little bit of all kinds of genres of music. You yeah. said uh, cumbias. Um, merengue and everything, right? Not yeah. merengue. You said um, merengue. Yeah, you everything, merengue. everything. Yeah. Um, how did you get into music when you were like, you know what? I want to be an artist. This is, at what age did that happen? I, okay, so I initially, when I was younger, I wanted to be on Broadway so bad. Like, that was my dream. Go to New York City, be on Broadway. I have my dream roles set up. Like, that was my goal. Um, over time, I don't know. I just, I just started getting into different genres more. Um, and I just kept going. Like, I don't, I just made TikToks. When TikTok came around, I didn't make a TikTok for like six months when I had my f first account. Cause yeah. I was like, what's the point? I just want to watch videos. I didn't know what it was. I was like, whatever. And then one day I made one TikTok and it blew up. 
like just boom overnight it blew up and I gained like over 20,000 followers in one night and I was like damn well, like what you do I sang in the kitchen looking raggedy first of all like I look beat the f up I'm, I'm gonna be so real with you my hair was not a I was in an oversized t-shirt and barefoot <laughs> in my kitchen right and I sang como la flor okay by Selena and I wake up I see all these comments, all these people. And I'm like staring like, what the hell did I do? And I go on the video and it had over like, I think at that point, like over 200, 300,000 views in one night. one night. And I was like, what the hell? Like, this is cool. And then I wanted to take a solo trip to Spain. I was like, I want to go. I want to see the world. I want to learn Spanish, right? Like that was my goal. But I didn't know what I wanted to do in life yet. I had one more semester of college. I had, um, you know, I was 19. Like, what do I want? I don't know. Like, it was just, you know, I was kind of like battling with myself. What's practical and what is your dream? Which one are you going to go for? Because I feel like a lot of people in their lifetime, they hit that roadblock. It's like, yeah, what's your dream and what's the safe, safe route? So, um, you know, I just prayed about it. I took that trip to like be one with myself, learn things about myself. I was literally alone in the streets of Spain. I didn't know any Spanish at the time. I was just like, hola. Ooh. Like, they knew Alfred. If they're like, oh, Americana. Like, uh, yeah. you're American. No, no. I was like, no, please, por favor. No, but I learned. It's so funny. Like, I learned Spanish and then I learned that, hey, I could, I can do this. Like, you know, and I, um, I just kept going. And then eventually I got signed to my first label. Um, and then, you know, after that, it just... I was kind of at another point where I was like, do I really want, is the music right for me? Is this yeah. going to work? And then Goltos came along. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go back. <laughs> I was like, let's let me wait. A bit. No, hold on. Yeah, let yeah, me yeah. Wait. So, so when you did the ticks off Como La Flor, yeah. that's when you got signed to the label in McAllen. Kind of, kind of. So th I think they saw another video, but they saw, obviously, your TikToks are like Correct. down. So. Um, they noticed me and then, you know, you're always iffy, you're green. So I yeah. didn't, you don't know. It's like, oh, is this legit? You gotta, you gotta check things out. But you know, um, it was, you know, it was an experience that I'm glad I went through because you learn a lot, a lot throughout. How did they reach out to you? I, it was a DM. It was a DM, yeah. It was just a quick, you know, like the world now, a DM, yeah. a quick DM. But it was through that. And then obviously you got to do your stalking. You got to see what's up. But, you know, they reached out that way. And then the rest is history, I guess, with that. And then after that, it was just, yeah. what's the next move? Um, so, for how long were you, were you on a contract with them? Or was there a contract period? There was a contract period, but that's the furthest I'll talk on that. Okay. <laughs> but that's okay. It just I just don't, you know, like um I wish I wish Jerry the best. Like he's a great man. Ten out of ten. Like he is a great man. Extremely talented musician. Uh, you know, like I can't even say yeah. anything. That man is great. So you know, it's nothing nothing crazy, but that's just I yeah. like to keep it no, there. No, no, yeah, I get you. I get you. No, and, and, and you know, um, before I got into media, I was an artist myself, so I completely understand what you're talking about. Right. Because I got signed when I was 15. Okay. Right? Word? 15 turning 16. And, you know, obviously underage, so they had to go home to my house, talk to my parents, all this stuff. And as I got older, I, I wanted to talk about it less. And, and that was my approach, too, when people would ask me, what happened with, you know, so-and-so? I'd be like, First, I want to say I'm thankful 
because they gave right. me an opportunity. Right. And if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be here because they taught me good and bad. That's and but that's how you, you got to look like, at it that way, you know, like regardless, good and bad, like it was an opportunity. It is something that got my foot in the door. And it's something that you should always be thankful for. No matter what happened behind the scenes, like you should like whoever it is, like yeah. even Megan the Stallion, like she's she's, you know, she's talked about things. It wasn't always good, it wasn't always bad, you know, but at the end of the day, it was an experience. experience. So that's how I that's how I keep yeah. it. I'm thankful for it regardless, you know, and I just So 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 that happened. Mm-hmm. And then you find yourself here at GT Digital. I do. <laughs> how, how did that connection with Goto's happen? Cause, a cause, DM. Because that's crazy because <laughs> when he told me, I was like, okay, it's the Hano artist and you got about 6,000, 7,000 hip hop artists. Right. But how did that connection come about? So with Goltos, it's funny because he has GT Digital, which is his distribution. Uh-huh. And then he has his label part, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, what am I going to be to you? Like, am I under your distribution? Because I was like, I'm being honest. I don't have music. Like, I don't really have anything yeah. at the moment. He's like... Well, I was thinking we can make one song together, I Amor, see how it goes. So I was like, okay, cool. So we met up at the studio with Dusty and he heard me sing. And after that, he was like, I feel like it kind of was just like things were rolling, like ideas. He met my dad, you know, and um, I love my dad. Like my dad is like my everything. So you like get through my dad first. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he... um. He just, we, after that day, he was like, I want to work. And I was like, okay, like, cool, you know? And he was like, I want to sign you to my label. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, you want to, oh, like, work? Like, because um, I know he has a lot of people under the distribution, but there's no one under his label. Yeah. So I was like, that's a that's a huge deal. Like, that, I felt so honored. Like, I still feel, like, every day that I wake up, I'm so grateful because, for somebody to believe in you that much, that's yeah. crazy. Like, for them to take a bet on you, to take a chance on you, to see if, like, you can make it. Like, that's a whole other thing. So, shout out to Coltos. Um, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> I think it's uh, pretty clear I'm not a rapper. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm his little singing... Machine, I guess, because, you know, machine. we've had we, we've had so many opportunities open up and like they're just going to keep going yeah. from this point. And I'm glad, you know, like I want to be able to take them into a different lane to whether it's Latin, whether it's the new stuff I'm working on, like not, you know, he's been doing he's killed it in the rap game. Obviously, like he's damn near like the rap game in San Francisco I, for sure in San Gold Francisco. Gold Toast legend, yeah. Right, it's yeah. like, it's Gold Toast. And when he told me his name, I thought he was messing with me for, I was like, Gold Toast? Like, I thought it was like a brand, like yeah. like a sock brand or something. So I was like, Gold Toast? And I stalked him and I was like, I think he thinks I'm a rapper. I think he thinks I rap. Like, there's no <laughs> way. Like, But he was like, no, I know you sing. And you know, it's just from day one, it's been just transparent. It's been you know, beneficial in every way I could imagine, you know, and Michelle's yeah. great. I love Michelle, his wife. Um, Michelle's like, fam- they're like family to me now. They take care of me and not just in the music aspect. Like I know I'm so confident. Like I'm, I'm not cocky, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm confident for all that, you know, me with Gold Toes and Michelle and everybody that's on the team that's helping us. Like, we're going to go places. Yeah. So, and I, I, I've never felt 
like that. Like I've never felt this good about my career and about me as an artist until I got with people like them. So yeah, I'm that's blessed. Good. Yeah, no, that's good. That's... I'm blessed, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder, or you might know this, how did he run into your music? What Was it the same TikTok? So it was actually, okay, it's like a trickle effect for real. A friend told his mom, and the mom, I believe, told Michelle, uh. or Goldtoe specifically, and was like, check this girl out. And then he just DM'd me. Like, I don't know what song it was or what I was singing or what happened, but he was just like, yeah, like, I think you're dope. Pretty much like She's that was. Voice. And yeah. if your mom is telling you, Yolanda, shout out to Yolanda. But um, she was she was like, yeah. And it's so funny because she'll literally DM me like almost every day. She's like, I want you to sing this song. You know, she has some good songs like yeah. in her in her little playlist. But she's like, I think it'll sound really good with this. Oh, try this. Try. She'll like send me things. And it's like, I got the whole family and we're all invested. <laughs> they all like, believe in me. They all believe. But it's, it's really cool because, you know, like. Again, that says a lot. Yeah. That says a lot, not just about like the talent, because anybody can be talented. It's hard. This industry is so hard. Yeah. Like it's talent is great. Like you need it, but there's so much more that goes into it. And like I'm challenged every day, every day, just to be better because I know that talent's not what's it's not what's gonna get yeah. me. You know, so nowadays it's not enough. It's you know not I mean? you gotta have like I don't even know what you gotta have anymore. I just it's like it's so confusing. It changes. It's more every, than talent. <laughs> it's everything now. Yeah. The look, all of it, like everything. Um, we, we're gonna talk about oldest here in a second. Okay. But before we get into that, for your music, obviously, you know, it's, it's towards the Tejano feel for it. But but I know you do other stuff as well. Uh, we'll talk about Baby Bash here in a second as well. But who who were you influenced by when it comes to your music? It just. Any genre in specific? Who were the Any artists genre. that you were like? I got like my top three. Do you want like multiple give me, though? Give me your top three of your favorite genres. Favorite two genres. Okay. Whatever that might be. Oh, favorite two genres. Okay, perfect. So we'll say for like oldies, throwbacks, oldies, Motown vibe. Um, and this just goes, they weren't even in Mo. Well, Etta James, we'll say she was around that time. Etta James, for sure. Love, love Etta James. Like she is like, in terms of the feeling and like the soul, Etta, Amy Winehouse, because the <laughs> it's like it's Amy and Freddie Mercury, Queen, yeah, who was a singer for Queen, um, for Latin music, definitely Rocío Dúrcal, Dúrcal, okay, De like that's like a no brainer again for the feeling, the emotion. She just she's she was, she's Colombian, no, she's, she's Spaniard, 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 but okay, the okay. Mexicanos they took her in so much that she was damn near Mexican too. Yeah. So I mean, good for her. Like she is like the queen of boleros, like yeah. That's the girl. Um, of course, Selena. You can't not love Selena. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Like, Selena is like, you know, it's Selena. It's, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on. And then, um, oh, I have so many. Dang. I'll narrow it down. Mark Anthony, for sure. Mark Anthony is a goat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Salsa. Like, he was like the main person you would hear. In my house. And Luis Miguel. I, I mean, I know it's only supposed to be three, but... It's all good. Luis yeah, Miguel all... was like... You knew my mom was cleaning. You knew. <laughs> it did not matter. Like, you knew. Oh, what's the song? Ahora te puedes marchar. The oh, Luis yes. Miguel. Oh. I would hear that. I'd be like, what the... 
It's like 7 a.m. on a Sunday. I know what song you're talking about. That's his throwback. Like, oh my God. And so that's like, I grew up with that because my mom, she was like very in touch with like, you know, she's a Latina. She's a Latina woman. And those were like her people. And so I owe a lot of my influences to my mom because she's the one that like was like here, you know? You know what's so cool about the list you just gave me? That you are a lot younger, you know? And... Usually when I ask somebody in their early 20s who their favorite artists are is like the new, like a new version of artist, whatever. But you're influenced by old artists, the artists you actually grew up on. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's how it it is, you know? Like, and I, a lot of people are like, you know, why do you like people that have passed away, you know? Like, in the nicest way possible. They're like, you know, they're from that time. And I'm like, because that's when music was raw. Yeah. Like, that's what it was like, you know, you felt like Etta James, she didn't have auto-tune. Yeah. That girl had to sing. Like, she, you had it. Back in the day, you had to know how to sing. People like Rocio Ducal and Selena, like, natural, natural, natural talents. It did not matter. They didn't have to be in a studio. They could sing live. They On sounded the, the same. Yeah. Right. And, of course, Mark Anthony, he's, like, the Puerto Rican legend. Like, if you're Puerto Rican, you're damn near, like, 1% Mark Anthony. Like, at least, so... <laughs> he had something to do with some, you Something, born. you were born somehow because of that man. Like, I promise you, yeah. so... You know. Um, so, so, you know, to, to go back to what we're talking about, you, you <laughs> the Hound Music is your thing right now, but right. I did see something on Facebook when you talked about all these is where your passion is at. Yeah, I really, you know, I grew up, and it's so funny, because I'm the only one in my family that would willingly listen to, like, Motown and, like, just oldies. Like, I mean, I I would put on, um, like, Marvin Gaye, Sarah Vaughn, who was a jazz singer from back in the day, um, Etta James. I loved the Ronettes. I loved Diana Ross. Like, all those are, like, Ray Charles was, like, my th- those are my people. And my yeah. dad noticed it at a young age. Um, so he, he had me watch the Ray Charles movie. Because I, I had a teacher, Miss Cooper, back in uh, Mint Elementary, shout out, um, back in Tampa, and she showed me who Ray Charles was. I was like, what is like what is his music? I just heard the piano, yeah. and it was jazz chords. And I'm like, what is this? Like, why am I listening to anything else but this? Like, why is this not, you know? She's like, that's Ray Charles. After Ray Charles, it was Marvin Gaye. Then it was Etta James. And then it's Gladys Knight and the Pips. You see what I mean? So yeah. it was, I just, I don't know what it was. The second I heard, my first song that I heard that was like from that time was Mess Around by Ray Charles. And after that, I was like, I am hooked. I am not supposed to be here in this lifetime. Like I, back in, back, whatever, (laughs) my past life, whoever I was, she was not, you know, like I just, it clicked like instantly. So I don't know. I really, my mom, she gets scared when I play old music because they play it in horror movies. Yeah. They ruin it for me. Before somebody gets for killed, real. you see them, you hear the background. I'm like, music. oh, this is my sh-. You know, like, I be getting into it and then they're like, oh, a demon pops out. Why? What? Ruins it. Ruins it. So my mom's like scared. Like, she's like, uh-uh, don't play that shit past eight. Because I don't know. <laughs> what like, if a demon pops up? Oh my gosh. But no, there was... uh I forget the name of the sisters, but it was the song where it's like, I know, I know you belong to some. You know that song? No oh idea. Oh my God. I have no idea I think what it's the Prudent is. Sisters, but it was played in American Horror Story in the opening scene when they're like getting. And I've seen that show. When they're getting like. But yeah. About to get murked. 
You know, and I'm like, damn, it's my song. Like, why did they try make it? it? Why do they gotta do that? So yeah, I'm definitely I'm I'm into the oldies for sure. Yeah. So um, and, and again, that's very interesting because again, when I got introduced to your music, I, I would have never. It was like the handle music, and I would never imagine you were influenced. You know, your your actual passionate about oldies. Um, speaking of the handle music, uh, earlier this year you won uh, artist new artist of the year for the 2023. Premios Tejano Mundial. Talk to us about that feeling because, again, as you mentioned, you, you're fairly new and you have uh, the GT family already that see your potential and then you yeah. win this award. It's got to be like that boost of confidence. Yeah. But talk to us about how you feel about that. It was, Honestly, you know, at the end of the day, awards aren't everything, you know, but when you get recognized for the work that you're putting in, who wouldn't love that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it was just super cool. My dad actually flew in with my mom for that night. Um, so I had my family there with me and it was just such a special moment. It almost was like, like the next stepping stone, you know, it's like, okay, now, now we can keep going further. Like yeah. what, what more can we do type thing? So I was honored, you know, I still am honored to have been, I think I'm probably the first, I don't even know. I'm not Mexican, though, and, like, that whole genre is, like, you know, yeah. Texans that are Mexican, you know? So, for me to win that, it was, like, they're they're including me. Like, yeah. I feel accepted, you know, because I know I'm not from here. I know I'm not, you know, Mexicana, but I still love the music. I love what I'm doing. I feel it every time. And so, I was able to perform that night, too, my Amores Como Tu, the mariachi. Yeah. Um, and it was after I won, so I felt. So is, good. is there is there footage of this? There is. I There's... gotta get it though, because they had um, camera people. Okay. So I know they have it somewhere. I would like to hear it. I would like to hear it. come on too. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I sounded. <laughs> I was like floating though. I was so happy because I was like, I'm making I'm making some noise. Like yeah. I I gotta keep going, and you know, there's been comments here and there. You know, a lot of negativity. And, and that and that's okay. That comes with it. That, that comes, comes with, with it. it. It's just. You choose whether to react to it or just be better. Yeah. And I always choose to be better in every way. Like mentally, like I tell myself, like I rant about it sometimes. You know, obviously, eventually it's going to catch up to you and you're going to be pissed. Like, yeah. why are people saying these things about me? You know, why is this happening? But it's like, you know what? I'm not even going to let it. Yeah. It's not going to get me. It's it's funny because um, there was a point when I first started the podcast, my ex-girlfriend, she was very supportive of everything. Uh -huh. She would always tell me, don't pay attention to the comments. Don't don't let them get to you. Don't pay attention to the comments. I'm like, whatever. Cool. I won't. And then we broke up. And I was like, ain't nobody going to tell me what to do now. So, <laughs> so I, I get my the negative comments about the podcast. And, and I was like, it's all about how I react. My only reaction is going to be. Well, if you feel like my podcast is trash, let me see yours. Send. Right. No reply. No more trolling. Because right. it's like, okay, so so if, if you're badging my singing or whatever, I'm not Mexican. Okay, well, let me see what you can do. Nothing, right? No? My, okay, yeah. well, keep it moving. My main comment is um, she can't even sing. That's wild. And I'm like, word up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, word up. <laughs> I like them, though. I mean, like, he, like, I won't say anything to him. One was also, um, what's it called? I was too dark. Somebody said my skin tone was too dark. They were like, oh, like, that's gross. Like, she's too dark. And I was like... It's probably a Mexican from, like, Monterrey. They're racist over there. I'm dead. Shout out to y'all, but... <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah, we but, love you guys. Uh, but no, they said I was too dark, and I, I never really paid attention to my skin like that before. 
And I was like, I played, I just clicked on the comment and I responded to it. There was like a Morenita song. And I looked, <laughs> I looked good as hell that day. I was like, Morenita, Morenita. Like this, because you don't have to say anything. Yeah. Just show it, whatever. Everybody was like, you're so beautiful. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> to the person, like, it is what it is. People have their preferences and that's okay. But yeah. like. It's, it's, it's wild. I'm telling you, uh, I have one of my nieces. She goes, to, she, the reason I made the call, let me clear up the comment about Monterrey. Yeah, And if I'm up. wrong, I'm bad. My bad. But <laughs> Sorry, I have, uh, one of my nieces, she goes to college in Monterrey, right? Really? And she's, yeah. she's Morenita. And somebody, one of the students there made the comment of, you don't belong in this college. You should Ooh. be you should be cleaning somebody's house or whatever the hell. Wow. Yeah, that's why whenever you said that, I was like, probably some racist person from Monterrey. That's that- crazy. It's, and it's so, when I hear comments like that, it's so crazy to me because I'm used to seeing all types of skin tones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, whether you were Mexicano, Dominicano, Boricua, didn't matter. Like, you reigned. My grandma, my great-grandma, Grandma Lucy, white as hell. Like, this girl is like paper white, right? Yeah. Like, she's white. Blue eyes, blonde hair. You would think she's like a gringa, you know? Yeah. Puerto Rican, fully Puerto Rican. You go to the island, you'll see people darker than me. You just don't, it doesn't you, matter. You don't pay attention to it. You know, I don't, yeah. pay, I never paid attention to anybody like that, like to their skin tone. So that's why when people made comments like that toward me, I was like, y'all are really looking, huh? Like, <laughs> we're, we're really digging. I like, not find anything wrong. Anything else? Because my hair was a little ratchet in that video. You could have said that, but we're talking, okay, but. That's something, you know, you can't fix. And I hope everybody, especially, because I had young girls after I made that video, um, and they had to be, like, they were definitely in their teens, but, like, young teens, like, 13, 14. They were like, you know, I'm I'm a dark Dominican or I'm a dark Colombian, whatever it was. And they were like, but I love your videos because it makes me feel so beautiful. Like, because I, when I make videos, I'm not always glammed up. I'm not makeup all the time. I just, whatever I feel. And so, like... You don't know who you're touching and yeah. who's watching your stuff. And so for me to be able to like show, yeah, Morenita is beautiful. You're Morena, yeah. you're freaking gorgeous. Like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You could be white as snow. You could be whatever you want to be. Like you're the beauty standards that are put into place today. Like I, I wish somebody would just break them all because it makes me so sad when I see girls like trying to change the way. And I've been. Yeah. I still have days where I'm like, I'm so ugly, you know, and it's it sucks. But like we all have insecurities. So for me to be out there and put my face out there and be like, you know what? You're gorgeous. Doesn't matter what it is. Whoever comments to that, you could choke. But like, you know, like that's that's what a lot of people got to do that are in that. I guess in the entertainment world, just shed more light. Yeah. On certain the, the, things. The, and then also that comment that you can't sing, that's wild as hell. We're <laughs> just going to bring me to. <laughs> it is wild. It is it's okay. wild because I feel like, I'm telling you, like, w- when I heard your music, I was excited. <laughs> and I, I saw my mom, you know what I'm saying? Because, okay. like, a- every every night um, I hang out with my mom and we watch YouTube videos and we listen to Spanish music. You know what I'm saying? She likes Spanish music, so we just be on YouTube and I show her your music and she's like, mira que bonita and then, uh, that's my mom right there texting me by the way. That's, that's <laughs> odd, Hi it? mom. Right? Uh, and, and then she was like, um, of how good you could sing and then yeah. I was like, I told, I made the comment of and we're going to talk about it here in a second I was like, this is like hope for Tejano music and, and, and the fact that you won that award, it says a lot because as I mentioned earlier, I feel like as a fan, the Hano music has slowly died down, even though we still have people like La Mafia making music, Palominos, you know, the old school Tejanos. Um, but I made the comment to you earlier that when we have Tejano night here in 
Houston. Uh, in Houston, they bring everything but Tejano, right? Um, so I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. What do you think needs to be done to be able to bring light back to Tejano music? Hmm. That's a great question. And I want to make sure I say something that won't get me in trouble. Um, <laughs> no, it's not my intention at all. I was just saying no, as an seriously, artist. Seriously, seriously, as an artist, I think, first of all, we all need to show support to everybody and not just support on Facebook or like on social media. Like if you're in town, you see somebody's coming to do a show, go to their show, buy something from their merch, like repost that they're going to be there, like little things to just help each other out, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, there is a good majority of people that do do that, which is great because, you know, you gotta, you gotta help each other out. Yeah. Like if you're not going to help each other where are you going to go? You know, the, like the artists need to come together more. Um, I know the women are, you know, they like Shelly Lattis, for example, she does a really good job at like getting new artists or like highlighting different types of like new Tejano. She knows that you have to progress. You can't stay in the same, yeah. you know, and this might get me in trouble and I'm so sorry. Um, but like promoters, Program directors, play new people's music. Yeah. Get new acts to go into these clubs. A lot of people, you know, you, you got to pay your dues. Like, that's just part of it. You know, you got to do... I've done so many free shows. I've done so many things where, like, I've gone out of my way to just get my face out there. And that's okay because that's what it takes sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just does. You got to pay your dues. You got to just keep moving. But at the same time, like, I feel like there's so much great talent that's coming out and it's just progressing and it's, you know, the music is getting, it's like they take like the old style Tejano, like the golden era is what a lot of people call it, but they'll revamp it and make it their own. But program directors, program directors, promoters, like we got to get these people on that wave. Give them a chance. Whether yeah. They can open for somebody like Lucky Joe. You want to open for Lucky Joe, Stephanie Montiel. But as long as you, that opportunity is given, you know. And I know there's a lot of people that do, which is great. Shout you know? out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. Like, I have had so many opportunities come my way because people took a chance on me, you know. And so I just hope they continue to do that and just. Yeah. Um, you mentioned something earlier, and, and I want to make that transition to my next question as well. But it is important that people support the, the up and coming, or not just the Hano artists, but the up and coming artists. Period. period. And the reason I say that is because I feel like sometimes, as you know, I am older. I'm, I'm 35, and I see this with with the older people around my age. We're so stuck on what was that we forget to appreciate what is. Yeah. Like in hip hop. When there's a new Hispanic artist like Mexican OT killing it right now and people my age are quick to say, well, he's not SPM. It's like, bro, we get it. SPM was a huge artist here in Texas. He opened doors for us. Yeah. But let's move on. Not to forget about SPM, but let's give the new artist an opportunity. And I say that to make my transition to say, I see, and what I've seen so far has been positive comments and what, I, what I'm about to say, the comparisons to Selena. Like yes. I see a lot of the comments <laughs> on your video and the comparison of how, you know, you remind them of Selena. And I'm sure there's negative ones on there, but yeah. thankfully I've seen a lot of positives. Yes. And I was like, that's what needs to happen. That we need to acknowledge that, yes, Selena, queen of Tejano, queen. that's never going to change. Mm -hmm. We get it. But that doesn't change the fact that there is new talent coming out like yourself, like Jenny B, mm -hmm. like, you know, anybody else that I might not know about. But there is new talent that we have to support. Not to right. take anything away from Selena, but 
again, Selena was great. Selena will always be great. But let's not forget that there is other artists coming out that are just as talented. Right. Um, and that's going to transition to my question to you about the comparisons to Selena. How do you feel about that? And what has the overall uh, comparison been like, whether it was positive or negative for yourself? I mean, I get both, you know, positive and negative. Um, for me, it's an honor. Who wouldn't want to be compared to Selena? Like, come yes. on, you know, she's like the Whitney Houston of Tejano. Like, yeah. Selena is that girl. So, you know, you can't take that away from her. She is the blueprint for so many artists today, not just Tejano either. Like, you, Carol G just did a song, uh, Mi Ex Tenia Razón, I think. Yeah. yeah, like, my ex was right. Um, and she had a Selena shirt on. And so, I, yeah, yeah. I believe it was a cumbia. It's a cumbia, right? You got a cumbia feel. Like yeah. that feel. And she's been so open. Like Selena's my inspiration. Katy Perry has even said stuff. She's no, she doesn't even sing in Spanish. She's, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like to be compared to somebody like that, it's great. The main thing that I focus on though is like I always remind people like there's only ever going to be one Selena. Period. Like she's never going to come back as much as I would love to have met someone like her. She is a huge inspiration to me. She's not going to come back, but she's made such a huge impact that her legacy is going to last forever. No doubt about it. You know what I mean? It's it's she will always be La Reina yeah. de Tex-Mex. You know what I mean? Um, but I just want to make it known, like, I'm Gabriela. I will always be Gabriela. There's same as there's only going to be one Selena. There's only going to be one Gabriela. Like, I am me. She is her. Um but I'm honored that people feel that way. It's so nice to be compared to somebody like Someone that. like that, yeah. You know, like, and she not just was an amazing performer, but she was a good person. Like, you could tell. Her her vibes just through the videos, they just radiated such positive energy that, like, shoot, I'll take Selena any day. Yeah. I'll take her any day. You compare me. <laughs> and you know what's so cool? And again, this is as a fan. This is me speaking for myself as a fan. I see a lot of the things with you that makes me... Again, it gives me hope for Tejano music. Yeah. And 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 I see a lot of similarities. And I'm like, it's cool they're comparing her. Because again, you it's better to be compared to Selena than to say, she reminds me of that crackhead down the street. For real. That, <laughs> you don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like, yeah, I want to be compared to Selena. Yeah. And it's like I see, I see a lot of the similarities. So then whenever I went to the comments, I see all the positive feedback and I'm like, Yes, I'm glad that this is what we're getting. Yeah. That we're getting the, you know, the vibes reminds me of Selena. I'm so happy that we have somebody back like Selena. But I say that to say this, as much as we love the similarities, like, you know, you learning Spanish, you, you know, um, the, the, the music, it, it gives you those vibes, your voice. As much as I like that, I want people to understand, what, you know, what you just said earlier, the, the whole, yes, I might, I might remind you of Selena, but Selena is Selena. I'm Gabriela. I'm not saying I'm better than Selena. Never, no. But here's my comment. Again, this is my comment, not yours, not, not Gabriela's comment. Oh, snap. And, and this goes back to like sports figures and stuff when people say, you know, they ask LeBron James, what's, you know, what was your purpose? Well, I want to be bigger than MJ. You never be, and he gets negative feedback. And it's like, bro, if you don't want to be better than the best, then what the hell are you doing? Right. Yeah. Like, I want to be compared to the best. And my goal is to be better than them. Not saying I'm going to be. It probably won't happen. But you're... you're. But that's my goal. Exactly. You're going towards and something. And there's nothing wrong with that. And right. I just want to make that clear. And again, this is my comment. You never said that. She never said that. This is just me saying, like, when people make those comparisons... <laughs> Clarify that. <laughs> yeah. When people make those comparisons, it's like, let people be... 
talented artists like there are. And if her goal is to be better than the best, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And we'll move on from that because I get stirred up when it comes to that. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's gonna... No, no. I, I, I agree, you know, like it's good to have somebody to look up to, yeah. but just reminding yourself that you are unique, you're your own person and, you know, you'll be straight yeah. at the end you of the day. I'm, <laughs> I'm Gabriela and, I'm, and, you know, I'm going to be the best Gabriela I can Gabriela. be. Gabriela. Gabriela. Yeah. I, I said it very white, huh? Gabriela. 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 I'm Gabriela and I'm going to be the best Gabriela I can be. There you uh, go. Speaking of, uh, your song, Ay Amor, that came out earlier this year, I believe. Or yeah. At least the visual did. Yeah. Um, and something about that song... When I heard it, to me, Tejano music is happy vibes, right? You listen to any Tejano music, the vibes. and the vibe is very happy, very up-tempo, even if it's a sad song. And I heard a part on there that reminded me of the Cumbia Kings. Um, I just said the name earlier. Mala. Mala. With Intocable. Yeah. Cumbia Kings and Intocable was on that song, I believe. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think so, yeah. Um, I'm 100% sure, by the way. That it was Intocable and Cumbia Kings. <laughs> uh, but, watch, I'm completely wrong. I'm going to get burnt. I'm like, who? <laughs> get burnt on this comment. Uh, but it reminded me of uh, of that part. Um, did that? Did something come from, from that song? Uh, we, when it came to that song, Ay Amor? Yes. Yeah, so my inspiration when I went in for that song, because when we got the song, it was um, like a dummy guide. So it was just guitar and vocals. Uh -huh. And it was so sweet the way Cesar Marquecho, he was the songwriter, he sang it so sweet, you know, like, Ay, amor, apiadate de mi dolor. Like everything was just very like, oh. And I was like, oh, that's cute. So I want to make it dirty. I was like, I want to add like, I want to get like, you know, I had my rasp in it. And I was like, the beat needs to be a cumbia. It needs to be more upbeat. Like I wanted like a Jennifer Peña cumbia kings vibe. Jennifer Peña, yeah. Yeah, my girl. She's commented <laughs> on my stuff twice. That's dope. She has. Like, I, I like pissed myself when she did. Like, I, I, oh my God, I love her. But I wanted that vibe because the, obviously, AB produced Jennifer stuff too. Yeah. So um, we had these drums and they were like, it was like the same type of drums that we're using Fuiste Mala. So I could see how a lot of people are like, oh, it reminds me of this. And I'm like, yes, I wanted that. You know, yeah. like I wanted to bring you back in, but modernize it a little bit and make it, you know. Yeah. Spicy. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. Make a little more Gabriela. Heck yeah. Um, that's one of the songs you've dropped this year. You, 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 you've been, you know, you've been dropping singles. Uh, you do have in July, you dropped, actually in May, you dropped Amores Como Tu. Yep. Uh, I think that's the music video where it was kind of, uh, what's the word? Damn, my mind's going to go blank. Just forget I said that. But oh, well. that was a cool, cool <laughs> music video. Um, Because it, it, it had, I think you were dressed... Vintagey, vintage. Yes, that's Elegance. what I'm looking for. It, it, it looked more like older. That was my that was my vibe, and that's where you could see some of my like oldies inspiration start coming in, like that vintage. Yeah, you know, vibe. I wanted. We got a speakeasy. It was actually here in Houston. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a speakeasy, and I was like, I need gloves. Like, I don't give a shit what I'm wearing. I need gloves. Like, I need to be like. I knew what hairstyle I wanted. And then uh, uh, this Alamo Bridal out in San Antonio, shout out to Alamo Bridal. They've been, you know, lending me dresses to wear. And they were like, oh yeah, wear this for your video. And I tagged them and everything. And that's where that dress came from. It was like the perfect vibe. Like my hair was how I wanted it. Like I just felt like a vintage princess. Like Marilyn Monroe, the Latina version, just walked out yeah. on the set. And I killed that. 
Yeah, it, it, it was dope. <laughs> you did, you did. I was like, that oh, was... the fighting too and everything. I was like, I was in my element. I was in my vibe, you know? Um, so that was in May, uh, July, earlier, we're in August already. Last month, yeah. you dropped Con La Mirada. Yes. And that was more Tex-Mex feel to it, from the visual to the song. Uh-huh. Um, how did that come about? Who's, who, who wrote that song and, and, and how did that come together? So it's a Jonas Brothers song, right? When You Look Me in the Eye. It's a Jonas Brothers song. But Frankie J actually translated it. So we called him up. We're like, hey, can we use your song? <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to be like, I really like your song. Can I use it? And he was like, yeah. You know, shout out to Frankie. Really cool dude. Um, so we got in the studio with, uh, I was with Mariano and Dusty down in Corpus. And, you know, we just started singing it. And then we had like that slow cumbia vibe to it, like slowed it down a bit, but still kept it upbeat. And so I loved it from beginning to end. I was like, this is a dope song. Like, you I know, know it's Jonas Brothers, but. You know what's so crazy? Last night I was putting together the video that I posted earlier today, right? Yeah. And not last night, night before, Wednesday. I just had just got back from Cancun. I'm in the living room. My nephew spent the night at the house. And I'm I'm playing the song over and over and, and I'm singing it in my horrible voice. And I, I made the comment to my nephew. I was like, don't that sound like an English song? He's like, I don't know. And my, <laughs> my, my nephew is like 14, 15. So he has no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, I can swear that's an English song. So right now that you say that, I was like, I know I had heard the tune before. It's like, when you look me in the eyes. The Jonas Brothers. Yeah. 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 And so that's so crazy because people noticed. They were like, they, they're like, that's the Jonas Brothers. I'm like, bingo. Because when they can... When they can hear something that they already know and then you convert it, it's like, I don't know what it does, but it's like some magic. Yeah. Some pixie dust or something <laughs> goes on that. And, and it's cool because a lot of a lot of the good old Spanish songs are like translated from good old English songs. No, for real. But you, you know, um, Aventura, the, the Spanish, the Latin band with yeah. uh, Romeo Santos, the main singer. This was before he went solo, but the song, Oh no, no es amor. Obsesión. Obsesión, yeah. He's like, Solo escuchas in the beginning. <laughs> um, that was Frankie J. Frankie J and Bash, yeah. I'm like, because I'm listening. I'm just listening to the, I don't know why I never put two and two together. Probably because I didn't grow up on Spanish or anything. Yeah. But I'm listening to Frankie J's version. And like literally the next song that comes on my shuffle is Obsesión. And I'm like, hold up. Pause. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I look it up and I see it. And I'm like, that is so dope. Because I love both versions. Yeah. I love them both. Like, they're both equally as, like, you know what I mean? One's a bachata and one's, you know, got yeah. a whole rapper in and, it. So, And it's funny because you mentioned Jennifer Peña. There's a lot of songs. Was it Jennifer Peña or was it Priscilla? One of them had a song that took off for them, but it was an English version and they just translated it. But I can't remember which one it was. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure if I play it, but I got to find it. Anyways, we'll move yeah. on from that. Um. Speaking of Baby Bash and whatnot, you are working with Baby Bash right now. I am. Can you talk to us about that? Um, what you guys working on? He's so dope. First of all, shout out to Baby Bash. He offered me a peach last time I was in the studio, and I really appreciate that because it was a really good peach. <laughs> I'm for real. It was like a cherry peach or something. Yeah. Um, so I've been working with Bash um, and Bruce. Bruce Bang. Bruce Bang. Bruce Bang Bang. Um, my Asian persuasion. It's just, it's a joke. Cause like we, we get each other like in the studio. Like, I don't know how to like fully, I guess, explain what I want. I have to like sing it or like, I'll make like weird noise. I'd be like, you know, like the boom, ba, ka, ka. and he's like, Oh yeah. Doo, doo, doo. And he does it. He's just yeah, freaking genius. He gets it. I'm like, he and I'm like gets it's it. the Asian in us. We're connected, you know, like me and you Bruce bang. So bash actually 
Goltos called me up one day and he was like, hey, Baby Bash wants to do, he wants you to come to the studio. And I'm like, me? Why? Like, what did I do? <laughs> I thought I was in trouble. I'm like, am I going to the principal's office or what? Like, what's happening? What He's like, he just wants to, you know, see, mess around, see what, you know, y'all can come up with. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, I was down, you know. Um, I was nervous because what am I about to do? Like, what if he hates me? Like in my head, I'm like, what if he thinks I sound like horse shit and he doesn't want to ever deal with me again? Like that, that's what was going through my head. We'll just finish this later. I sing one note and he's like, all right. Like he just, (laughs) that's what I was thinking. So get there. He was super cool, you know, down to earth, you know, um, I've had encounters with rappers that haven't been the nicest. So um, seeing how cool Baby Bash is and like how he's like really he's into music he's so musically inclined not just with you know obviously he raps but with the soldies like he has such a good ear and he can like configure things and make them into like like you would think the song was made in like 1960 and it's today because he just he's got that like he's just got it on lock I don't even like he's just a mastermind with that type of with that genre specifically. So, you know, it's been, it's been really dope. Like I, I've been having the time of my life. I'm really grateful that they're taking a chance on me and they're working with me and they're, you know, seeing what can come of this because. Is this like a, you working on, on one single or is it like an actual project you guys are working together? We're doing together? a project. Yeah. Like so, he's, he's going to educate me, baby bash. Cause you know, this is a whole culture. And I, di- I didn't know this again. Like we were talking about being ignorant, you know? Yeah. I didn't know how big the soldies were in California. I had no idea. Like that Chicano, like that vibe, that that low rider, like yeah. that's their vibe. And you know, I was like, there's been a whole community of people this whole time and I had no idea, <laughs> like what? So I'm like, damn, you know, like, and I just love their style, like their vibe. Like they're just, they're honestly, when I, you know, I've done low rider shows and like, they're some of the coolest people I've ever met. Like, they're just, they're real. They're raw. Like, they're like, this is us. You know, I met this guy and it was, you know, he was telling me his dad had passed and he had brought his dad's car to the exhibit. I think it was from Pasadena, somewhere over there. Um, He was telling me like his whole backstory and like how they grew up on lowriders. And he was like, man, I grew up on Motown. Like, that was my, like, my dad loved it, you know? And so like, um, he had like a little, like the whole car was set up. It was a, Dope ass car. I mean, like, like yeah. it was like one of the nicest. <laughs> I wanted to touch it. I was like, can I touch your car? I mean, he was like, of course. But he had like, it was like little, um, not stickered. I don't even know what they were. It was just, it was too nice of a car to have a sticker. Let me just say that. But yeah. like, it was like Marvin Gaye was on there. Like, and he just had it by like the dash. And he was like, that was my dad's favorite singer. And I was like, that's so dope. Like, y'all have this whole, your culture is like surrounded by this. And like, you're not letting that music die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they keep it strong. And I love that. Like, some of the coolest people I've ever met, really. Yeah, low, low rider people are kind of like what we talk about Texas. They want to bring you in and show you. And they're so proud of their low riders. Right? Yeah. And their bikes, too. Yeah. Man, I want a bike. Like, my, my sorry-ass bike. <laughs> well, I'm not, I don't look cool on mine. Like, what? Uh, they're super... It, it was... It was their vibe is, yeah, it is very friendly. They're inviting, you know, the women too are some like the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my like. I was like scared. I was scared to talk to them. They're like, hey, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> like after I sing. But no, good people, like just good vibes all around for sure. Yeah. Um, 
So, Baby Bash, one of the people you're working with, that's dope. There, I thought it was just like a couple of singles and whatnot. So it's dope to know that it's, it's a whole project. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Louis the Singer came to Austin. Uh, not Austin. Well, he did come to Austin, but San Antonio, and you opened up for Louis. Talk to us about that experience. Yeah. Shout out to Louis and Smooth Vega. Um, he just literally he texted me one day. He's like, "Hey, can I call you?" And I was like, "Sure." What you know? I'm not busy. What's up? Um, and he was like, "All right, so." I have this show in San Antonio and I, I was looking for an opener and I really want you to open for me. And I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's do it, you know? And then Smooth called me right after just to confirm it. And so, boom, like, I went. It was at Paper Tiger. Such a dope crowd. Like, great people. Like, I mean, like, I opened my mouth and I was like, what's up, y'all? Ah! Like, they were just like, they were with it. And, yeah. you know, not every, every crowd is different. But that crowd had so much energy and they were just like you could tell they were there because they just loved the music. So, yeah. I had a great time. Shout out again, Louis, Smooth Vega, like the whole crew that was there. Y'all were dope. Shout out to them. Shout out to Louis and Smooth. They, they, somebody I've known for, I know Smooth Vega since two thousand four. Really, Smooth? Yeah, and then Louis like in oh five. I got a song with Louis from when I used to make music. Really. I've, I've known them for a long time so they're, they're good people they're good people so, so again to see them Play giving up you know people opportunity nah, so, <laughs> like, no. like, no. <laughs> giving people opportunities uh, you know it, it's dope they they, they gave uh, another one of my guys here in in Houston uh, to open up for them uh, right. so I thought that was pretty cool um, so with all this music stuff I didn't want to bring attention to something else do it because you know it, it, it's 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 cool that you're an artist it's cool that you know, thing, old doors are opening up for you, but I also think it's very important to uh, show that not not just are you talented, you're an artist, but you also have a degree in psychology. I do, yes. That's, that, that's hella dope. Uh, Hell for yeah. the people that might not know, because I just learned this recently, and again, I'm ignorant when it comes to a lot of stuff. So psychology, I thought you were like, oh shit, you know, when you when people said I'm degree in psychology, I was like, oh, you can read people's mind. That's not what that is. So talk to us about Shoot, what can exactly. I? I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's like, actually. <laughs> so with my degree, I got it at the University of South Florida, go Bulls. I was going to college while I was in high school. So I finished my two year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I did dual enrollment. Smart, smart. <laughs> I told you I'm Korean, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, for real, like I was doing double time and I just, I don't even know. Like, I don't know how I did it. When I think back, like, I'm like, girl, like you were really out here, but I graduated my degree at 20, my bachelor's degree at 20 years old. And um, it was like, it was during COVID. So I only had one semester on campus. Everything else was like through like Zoom or, you know, like, so I didn't really have a college experience much. I still graduated. I walked across the, across the state, which was, you know, it was still COVID time. So like there wasn't that many people there, yeah. but I had a good time. You know, I'm glad I got that degree. My mom was like, you were getting a degree. I don't give two shits how talented you are. Like you are getting a degree. You're going to be educated because nobody could take that away from you. Yeah. Regardless, you could always, it like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to, but like, it's a fallback. If whatever happens, you always have your college degree. So I finished, I was so proud of myself. Like I did As it, you, should. you yeah, know, yeah. like I, God, I can't even tell you how many papers I wrote. Like I wrote at least, at, mm, out of those four years, like at least like, minimum 60 papers yeah that's a lot that's a lot because <laughs> you think about it they're at least five pages long so i yeah. i was definitely you know it's a lot of 
diligence. It's a lot of, you know, your mentality has got to be, especially when you're 16 years old and you're in college with like these grown people. I'm like looking around, like I feel like a baby. I'm a child, you know? Um, My first class is like, I started when I was, I started in ninth grade. I was only like 14, 15. Yeah. So I still had to have my brother and my parents can pick me up. Just imagine. And I'm coming out of a college class. So, yeah. In ninth grade, coming out of a Low college flex. class. <laughs> that is Low a flex. flex, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, you know, I like that because the reason I wanted to bring attention to it is because, you know, again, you're Latina. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and I'm very big on, I made a shirt uh, with the Mexican flag and it said, born to be great. And the right. reason I make that was because I feel like, in the, especially in the, I'm speaking for the Mexican culture because I don't know how the cultures are. Right. But when you tell people, are you going to go to college? The first thing is they're like, no, I'm Mexican. And and it becomes a joke, but you're also bringing what? yourself down because it's, yeah. it's, we're not, because we're Hispanic, we're not supposed to be great at something, right? Because it's like, oh yeah, I did go to college because I'm a janitor or stupid jokes like that. So when I hear people that are like, you're talented, you, you, you know, you're going to be good in this music industry, but let's not forget that you're also smart, like, you know, and, and I right. wanted to bring like to that because there might be another Latina over there that Thank might be... You. You know, (laughs) (laughs) contemplating pursuing a different career, but there's nothing wrong with, you know. So in the hip hop industry, people love being ghetto and whatnot, right? Being gangster. And and as we've gotten older, I see a term that people use that say, you know, being educated is a new gangster. So when, when I think of Latinos, it's like I want them to know that. There's nothing wrong with being smart. There's nothing wrong with grad going to college and graduating. Even if you know that you want to be a singer or it has right. nothing to do with what you want to be, still be educated because it's very important. And you're an awesome representation for, right. for Latinos that, you know, you're talented and you're smart. And you just told them how smart you are. You just flexed on them telling them. It was a slight flex. It was a slight. <laughs> I did a slight flex. No, but, I, I, I agree with you. You know, like I especially... You know, like I, some of the smartest people I've met that were in my classes, like coming, you know, going up into college, like the young, there was somebody younger than me when I was in my junior year of college. And I was like, girl, I'm only like 17. Like, how are you? You know what I mean? And she was Hispanic. See, that's awesome. She was Hispanic and she was a woman. And I think there's like this, you know, stigma, like, you know, women aren't as smart or whatever, but she was like the top in the class. Like, I mean, this girl got a hundred on like everything and it was chem. It was chemistry. So hey. I, I know she was part. I was like, I know you got. So it's like, I think, you know, don't downplay yourself. Always think, and this might be, you know, a cocky mentality, but always think that you deserve what you're going for. You deserve that degree. Yeah. You deserve to pass that test. You know, like you have to go into things like that because the second you start thinking, oh, it's not for me, you know, it's like you already lost. So yeah. just go in there thinking, you know, I deserve this. I'm going to get this. That's how you have. And if you fail, you fail. Some Like the the people you look up to, they failed 10 times more than you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how I look at it. So yeah, just got to go. I think sometimes we're too scared to fail that we don't try things. Yeah. Um, so we just talked about how educated and smart you are. Obviously, we spend this time talking about how talented you are as well. And I say that to say this. When it's all said and done... What do you want people to remember Gabriela for? You are the first person to ask me this question. That is crazy. Thank you. <laughs> like, is Emma, I, I you are the you first okay. person. What do I want to be remembered for? Hmm. I want to be remembered as somebody that 
gave it her all, no matter what it was. It does. I just eventually, you know, when I become a mother, I was the best at being a mother. When I sing, I was the best at singing, not because I necessarily was the best, but because I was my best, you know, and I just want people to remember me as somebody that always tried and wasn't afraid to fall. Because one of my favorite quotes of all time is shoot for the moon. Even if you fall, you'll land amongst the stars. So, yeah, I like that. Thank yeah. you. I'm gonna get a tattoo to my ankle or something. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? No. Oh. I mean, I can't. Like, yeah. No, that that is, yeah. Like, give it your all. Worst case scenario, you for fell, everything. just get back up. Yeah. For everything. I mean, even when I worked at like Chick Fil A, I was the best damn employee you could have seen. Like, it it was like, it's a fast food restaurant, but like, I think whatever you do, if you have that mindset, whether it's school, whether it's your job, whether it's parenting, whether it's just literally getting through the day give yeah. it your all no matter what and you'll be you'll be straight yeah so. i like that i like that because see it's my first time actually getting to talk to you and know you yeah and and, and i like what you're saying because that's one thing i always tell my mom like so when my dad passed away i, I started taking care of my mom and I'm, I'm the youngest in the family right right so i have that bond with my mom now and, and i told her the other day i was like i was like man if things don't work out worst case scenario i go back to having a job i've done that before What's right. so wrong about having a job? Right, right. I was like, but if I never try, I'm never going to know what could have been. Right. So, again, shoot for the moon. Give it my all. Yeah. work. Bro, there's nothing wrong with making $35 an hour. Like, I, I know. Not I'm, at all. Like, I, know I do a lot of shit that gets me paid and good the, money. The money, too, like, is one thing. Because, like, I, I know, like, I was really down on myself. Like, I'm like, damn, like. I need to make music that everybody wants to hear. I need to make music that's going to get me booked for shows. That's going to bring, you know, I was too focused on what everybody else wanted. I was too focused on like money. Like, how am I going to get, you know, I swear the second I switched and started making music with Baby Bash, not that Tejano, Tejano has brought me so much joy because it's pushed me to a limit. I didn't even think I, I never thought I'd be able to sing in Spanish. Yeah. Ever. I like never in a million years. So I'm so grateful for the genre itself but ever since i switched man i've been like i'm doing both still i'm not leaving Tejano, by the way guys don't i was about to ask was, don't oh, push me out guys oh, don't oh, push oh. no but it's like you're switching to things and it doesn't necessarily mean i'm leaving it's just you're expanding horizons i'm always gonna be in Tejano. i know that i will always yeah. come out i'm gonna come out ranchera next what i'm just <laughs> i'm actually not kidding I mean, there's a ranchera on my ep say, yeah. yeah yeah there's a ranchera on my ep but i'm gonna just you gotta just follow your heart. It's yeah. so cheesy, but you know. Follow your heart. It's funny. I made a post today. I said I follow my heart. My heart was wrong. <laughs> my heart was wrong, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, so before we let you go, I like to go over some of the questions on Facebook. I'm not Facebook on Instagram. Instagram. If you haven't done so, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the JVAS Show. Every time we have a guest, we ask you guys to send us some questions. A lot of these questions are repetitive, but I do ask you know at least two of them. Uh, so again, follow us, send us the questions, and if we don't get some on this episode, we'll get some on the next. I'm nervous now. Uh, look, a lot of them are the same ones. Okay, okay. And I'm glad your boyfriend is here, and I just said that to answer the question. Oh, so. snap. Oh, snap. Is it the, what's the question? <laughs> the question is, is she single? <laughs> you want to answer that for her? <laughs> no. Okay, so this is actually one of my most asked questions. Yeah. So I've been, I've, I officially opened up about it um, in the last podcast that I did. For me, I don't talk about my relationship. Um, not because business, to be honest, but go ahead. It's, yeah. Right. And it's not because like, 
I'm ashamed of who I'm with or anything like that. But it's like, I give everybody all of me all the time. I want something that's mine. You know, like this is mine. It's personal. Yeah. I don't want to have to get into it. Like you don't have to know his name. You just know he's there. It's like Dolly Parton. You know yeah. what I mean? She has, she's had a husband for forever. Like they got married when she was young in her twenties, but she doesn't really bring him up. Cause she's like, you know, that's, that's hers. Like that's the one thing that you get to say is mine that nobody yeah. can. So yes, to answer y'all's question, I am not single. It was a lot of those questions. I bet. I get those all that. Are you single? Are you single? Where's your man? Where's your ring? I'm like, oh my God. Y'all are looking that close. Like, <laughs> but I appreciate it. It's honestly, it's, it's a compliment, you know? Um, now, you know, is I always try to ask like the off the wall question that's, you know. Go for it. Funny. And then I ask the serious ones. Let me ask you a serious yeah. one. Uh, your music is amazing. Will you be releasing anything new soon? And if so, when? I'm releasing a Tejano EP very soon. Like I, we, I believe it should be in September. We release it. And then after that, we're going to just, you know, try something new with the Soldies and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So there uh, you go. Do we have a title for the Tejano Project? We do. Can you, can you say it or not? I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. Because watch me get in trouble if I say it. I mean, even this episode won't come out to like late September. Oh, okay, yeah. Siempre Gabriela. Siempre Gabriela. Okay. Siempre Gabriela. So I'm excited. This can be, that's a good one. That's a good she one. She felt for sure. y'all. This episode's coming tomorrow. I'm oh, dead. No, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. Get rid of him. <laughs> Go toes. You call toes right now. Go toes, please. He tricked me. <laughs> no, Siempre Gabriela. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, So that comes out at some point in uh, September. Or is there going to be a single release <laughs> before then? Or, 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 or are we just going straight to the to the EP? I believe, honestly, I think we're going to go straight to the EP for this one yeah. because we have three singles out and there's six songs. So cool. I don't want to give like too much away, yeah. you know, want to tease them. And this is, this will be your first project under, under GT, obviously. Uh, yes. Photos. Yes, it will. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Heck awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, Gabriela, uh, I just want to say uh, this was dope. Uh, as I told you before, you know, I, I know I previously reached out and then I moved studios. Then I didn't have a studio at all. And then we finally... Actually, when I reached out in the beginning of the year, we were doing like a tacos y tequila show, and I was like, "Perfect, she does Spanish music." Yeah, damn, well, we should have brought tacos. I, I know. So, it's like, <laughs> so what I was doing is I was taking artists to like different taco shops in Houston, and we would rate the food while we were doing the interview. And I thought that was pretty cool because it's yeah. like, <laughs> I know he's like, put me on. <laughs> Can I be the guest? Uh, so yeah, um, but you know, obviously we're here now with, with, with uh, Gotos. Uh, you know, I'm under la máquina and Gotos, so. Uh, thank you for making time for us. We really appreciate it. Um, again, I, I am a fan of your music. I, I hope nothing but great things to you because it thank brings you. it brings hope to Tejano music. And as I mentioned to you, I'm a huge Tejano fan. Heck yeah. Uh, for anybody who hasn't checked you out, where can they find you on social medias? You can find me at Gabriela Martinez Oficial. That's just official with one less F. It's the Latin version. <laughs> Gabriela Martinez Oficial on all platforms. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. So. Is Gabriela with one L or two? Two. Two. It's two L's. Yes, let me clear that up. A lot of people spell my name with one L. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. And then I went back and edited the thing. I was like, ooh, it's two L's. Do better. My bad. I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> You're right. I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> no, but yes, two L's and Gabriela Martinez Oficial. Yeah, so make sure you guys check her out. Make sure you check out all the singles that are available right now on all streaming services. Con la mirada, amores como tú. 
And uh, what was the other one? I, I am more. I am more. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out on all streaming services. Thank you guys for tuning in. Drop a comment. Drop a like. Once again, Gabriella. And make sure you check out her music. Let's go. Oh,